Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbley. Today, a question from listener Connor Sites Bowen. Connor asks, do I approach my hobbies in a similar way? I.e. if you get into a hobby, do you have a method of exploring this new-to-you hobby space? This is a very interesting question, and it comes at a period of time where I genuinely have a sense that I probably have too many hobbies. In fact, I know I have too many hobbies. It's one of these kind of bourgeois things. Well, you can probably have a lot of hobbies and not be bourgeois, but it's one of these things that kind of smacks me upside the head that I'm kind of post-bourgeois in my current life. Not necessarily a bad thing, but it's a thing. I've got to acknowledge it, I've got to feel the shame, and then I've got to move on. Most of my hobbies have some kind of emotive influence in my childhood, either my early years or my mid-teens. And these were periods of time, general uncertainty, periods of time where I kind of liked escapist fantasy, and these are the hobbies that I've maintained in some meaningful sense. If we want to list these hobbies, most of these things relate to toy soldiers, there's the history-related stuff, there's the 80% 80% firearms, the World War II related firearms, which are really an homage to something that no longer exists in the Australian War Memorial and the amount of time that I spent in the Australian War Memorial, but I still love reading histories. I've got to give a movie shout out that's currently on Netflix. It's called World War II in Colour. It looks like a standard portrayal of World War II. It's considerably deeper. It's really fascinating uh, because it actually covers the whole world associated with the various conflicts and how it all kind of came together in what was World War II, explaining thoroughly why it is called World War II. Beautiful analysis, very abstract analysis, one of the best portrayals I've seen to date. I've only watched the first episode based on this recommendation, and I went back and watched it again because there's so much information. A little plug for a a show that's currently on Netflix. Most of my hobbies relate to things in my early life, and even podcasting. I mean, this thing that I'm doing here is something I used to love to do as a child. I would take a microphone around and interview my uncle and interview my grandparents and occasionally, rarely have a stifled interview with my parents. I like talking. I like recording talking. I like producing recordings of talking. This was certainly something that was central to Tom, age four or five. Tape recorders were always something that I look for at secondhand stores. I always had to have them on hand. I loved recording music with my friends from age about 12 on. This was something that was very much part of my hobby. I'm trying to reflect on new hobbies that I have. All my hobbies that I can think of immediately all relate to stuff that I used to do in my childhood. And it really is very curious that as an adult, I'm now allowed to do these things with a certain degree of means. Now, you might ask about model railroading. Model railroading is really very interesting. I'm not an active model railroader in really any sense. I'm a member of a local club. I support that club through, you know, monthly membership dues, which I kind of multiply by three just to be ahead of those guys at Apple that double their membership dues. Model railroading, I mean, given the space, given the time, I'd probably get more into it. But I'm kind of concerned that I have too many hobbies. I like miniatures. I like the aesthetic of miniatures. I like the hope of my friend coming back and staying with us once again so I can play a miniature game. Maybe our listener, you know, Rich Murphy might step forward at some stage. You know, even my boss actually used to play these games and has some legacy interest in this. So I guess my hope associated with those particular things is social. Few of my hobbies have a social impact, though. I'm genuinely antisocial. And it's mainly through a frustration with the other humans, which comes through in Stone Age more than anything. So social hobbies, not so much. 
Internet-related hobbies, eh, Noble Ape, obviously, 20 years old. I was starting to do the early aspects of Noble Ape when I was about 11 or 12. I think, really, I had a kind of promise to an earlier Tom. That's what these hobbies represent. They're a promise to an earlier Tom who was neglected, some degree abused, some degree just kind of kicked a little bit too much. This earlier Tom needs to be nurtured through these things. And... I spend an inordinate amount of time in certain kind of fantasy environments watching these older things, but these are things that are important to me. So if you just think I'm a guy who has a lot of hobbies, you're not really digging down into the depths of why I do these hobbies. They remind me of an old time. The Australian War Memorial now, completely unlike it was back then. It's a completely different building. Inspiring children, hopefully, but inspiring children with a kind of curious anti-Semitic narrative that I've already talked about. I'm really a an homage to things that I enjoyed in my childhood, and that's what my hobbies mean. In terms of how deeply I dig into them, I already have a great degree of knowledge in these hobbies. I'm very unlikely... Well, I mean, I guess you could say, like, the stem guns and these kind of things, but that's really more learning about something that already interested me and already interested me in a way where I wanted to protect this information. Anyway, I've probably rambled on too much associated with Condesite's Bones question. Probably should have reflected and thought about it before I started. But it's another short funk recording. Tom Barbalay and San Jose signing out.